Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new Ian Hates Conversations Music Edition. But maybe brand new isn't quite correct. It's more like a continuation. That's right. I know you're excited because this is Dawson Schultz of the Ongoing Concept Part 3, The Reckoning. Dawson has always been really open in past conversations, but this may be the most open for sure. Dawson delves into each track of Places, which happens to be one of my top albums of 2017, as well as an all-time personal favorite. Get ready for a track-by-track guide through this amazing album. Don't worry, when we recorded this, I was not as congested and sick as I am right now. But before we get to this conversation, let's continue with a track we didn't play in part one or two. Here's Bargain. Enjoy. Am I where I was meant to be? Am I going to where I planned? Don't know if this is right. Something I'm not. It's eating me up inside
All right, everyone, welcome back. This is part three, The Reckoning of Dawson Schultz from the ongoing concept. <laughs> you like that intro? Yeah, that was great. Thank I love it. <laughs> I love it. The Reckoning. The Reckoning. I, f- I feel like there's a, isn't there a show called The Reckoning? Like The Reckoning is like part three. Is that like something? I don't know. I kind of made it up, but maybe I, I stole it from someone. <laughs> No, no, no. It's like part three, The Reckoning. I feel like there's a movie, like Matrix or something. No, not Matrix. Ah, uh, whatever. Now I'm going to have to look that up. Like, you know, like, there's like, there's always the three-part trilogy series of movies, and it's right. like, they always make it like very like, it, it always starts with an R, like that. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, I'm thinking of Matrix Reloaded. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Never Reloaded, that's right. Num- that's number two, though, so. Uh, I don't even, look. Never mind. I try to pretend like there was only one Matrix. Yeah, that's a good way to that's a good way to look at it, but you know, you watch it, you watch all three, and then you go, "Dang, the other two are not so bad either." It's just you gotta like, you almost gotta transition your brain to like accept it more so <laughs> because the first one is so obviously awesome, right? And it's yeah, it's like I don't know. And the thing about those types of movies too is like the first one's always the best. Oh, of course, of every series. I mean, my favorite Lord of the Rings movie is. Fellowship of the Ring, and I don't really like Return of the King and okay. Two Towers. I mean, I like the Helm's Deep battle, Two Towers. Anyways, I'm going to stop talking because <laughs> I'm just keep going on about movies again. That is like true, but look, time. as you know, I'm completely fine with that, but we did say that today we are going to be talking about the meanings behind every track on Places. So yes, let's focus in on that, and why don't we start yeah. with Places and You Will Go, because obviously Places is the intro. Yeah, so um so places I um I kind of wanted to do something that kind of com- connected uh like somehow handmade. So with places I decided to just make the first track of handmade in reverse right and then kind of combine it with like a song. And I did that because it was like it, it just felt like something it just has it, it's the ongoing concept so it has to do that <laughs> in some way it has to connect in some way right. and um you know with the fact that like i don't have Kyle Parker and TJ in the band anymore um it it, it felt like going in reverse almost made it um you know just kind of connect better because it almost was like we're going backwards in time mm-hmm. and and restarting something you know right um it just felt correct and uh also um i i i said this i think before um i don't know if on this oh it was on that little podcast that we've been doing um i was put playing around with the the synthesizer yeah and i found a, a it was like a preset of the actual it was like the stranger things preset basically exactly. so i just found this plug and pushed one button and it was like literally it was like dun dun you know, like that thing. Right. And I'm like, oh, this is tight. And I was like, dang, this man, the people that made this soundtrack really didn't have to try very hard if the preset <laughs> of this like plugin is just literally the soundtrack. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? <laughs> so um but I you know, I changed a bunch of things up and, and try to make it that way. And then I added my little guitar solo thing and then added my vocals at the end. And so that's, that's places. And that really is just kind of setting everything up for 
you will go mm-hmm. and, and so now going from there you will go is is one of those songs that kind of just talks about um you know going to sleep at night or, or waking up in the morning and just feeling like what what have I been trying to do like what am I doing I don't feel I don't feel like successful I don't feel like anything that I've done matters anymore and now that I'm you know, I've, I've three members have left the band and I've gained three new members. It's like, am I looking at it the same way that I was prior to the original members leaving? Right. You know, and so I'm, you just have these like sleepless nights where you just don't really, you just feel like you kind of suck, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes I almost envy people that just have a daytime job or something like that. And, I, and it's like, because it's like a routine and I'm not constantly having to create ah. um, because creating just sucks. And I just feel like an ass in every single way. <laughs> um, I just don't feel good enough. I mean, there's so many people out there that are just making music. That's so much better. And they're so much more talented than I am. Uh, and it's just like, it's a daunting thing. And it was just me kind of reminiscing about what, it used to be like when I had more fire in me because I had to do it. Otherwise I would just not even be a band right. to begin with. And now that I'm in a band having to have the same fire, it's like really, really hard to build up that same intensity that you had when you had nothing, you weren't signed, you weren't, you right. weren't, tra- you weren't traveling cause you didn't have a van or a trailer. You know, you're like 19 years old. You just got a high school and like, that's kind of what it was, and that's why um, with the music video, you know, I used all of the, a lot of, or not all, but a lot of the places that we'd shot previous music videos, because it was just right. kind of just reflecting back on on the time that that happened and, and what was going through my mind at that state and stuff. So that was, that's you will go. Yeah. So um, I think. Quick question, though. Uh, sorry, go just, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, what you were saying was great. Just a quick question, though, when you're, you know, you're lying awake and you are thinking about that and things are running through your head, do you have an idea of what you would have done or what you would have wanted to do if you didn't have a band? Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, that, I think that's a big part of it is that I don't know what I, ah, okay. if, if I, if, if I don't have a band and I'm not creative, like, I mean, outside of just playing music um, and, and performing on stage and all that outside of the ongoing concept, I guess um, I do record bands and I do do music videos for bands. Right. Um, so, I mean that, that's something that I would assume, but if, if I had nothing creative in me, I would probably do something that's very, very, very routine. Something okay. that nothing, nothing changes. It's just one thing. Being creative is so like, it just takes so much out of me right. and I love it to death. But if I had to choose like something, if none of this ever happened, uh-huh. I would probably be doing a very mundane job. <laughs> Nothing too special. So if you had, so, you know, an angel came to you and was like, this is what your life would be like if you didn't do music, it would just be something really, really boring. Yeah. It would be very, very boring. Like I, I don't know. I, I, uh, it's like a tough one. I just like doing things like in a routine. And that's something that really sucks about um, sometimes coming home is mm-hmm. because 
when I'm on tour, it's so routine. Right. I get up, I drive, we sit, we, you know, we change drivers, we go to the show, we load in, we load out, and then we drive. Like, that's it for like an entire month. It's like the most routine thing you could possibly have. And I like it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I just like the idea of just knowing that tomorrow you're going to be doing the exact same thing that you were doing today with a little bit of variation. Okay. You know, like maybe this time we'll go to Taco Bell instead of McDonald's or something, you know, <laughs> oh, like sure. <laughs> there's always variations in between. Maybe I'll run into like a homeless guy or something and he'll ask me for money opposed to the night before. But in all of it, it's still like tomorrow we have to go here and then tomorrow the next day we have to go there the next day we have to go there it's like we know what we have to do for a month straight and it's the same exact routine and that to me is comforting in a weird weird way yeah wow cuz that is a lot different than what a lot of people who don't have that you know that experience would think because a lot of people are stuck in their you know their 9 to 5 job with a cubicle and all they're wishing for is, hey, I wish I could go out and tour the country and get rid of this routine. But you also have a routine when you're out touring the country. Well, and the funny thing, too, is that, yeah, you do. You definitely do. Um, the thing is that um, I used to be that guy, like, right when we started touring back in, like, I don't even remember. When, when Saloon came out yeah, and we actually got, like, our first tour that we, it was actually kind of, like, you know, more than like two dates or something. Like we had like 15 or 20 dates and mm-hmm. we're just so stoked. Um, all we, we literally sat down. We're like, what are we going to do in every single city that we perform ah, in? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's go look at, let's go look at this monument. Let's go look at this cool thing. Let's go look at this thing. Let's go hang out at this place, you know, cause I heard it's really cool. And now Oh, and then it, it was all fun and games until about halfway through the tour. And we were just like, no, I don't want to sightsee anymore. Like, what's the point? Right. Just get to the show and sit there because parking is going to be a hassle. And if we can just get the van and trailer, like, in a good spot next to the venue, then we won't have to, like, try to find something. Right. So then we're just, like, stuck at this place. And that's just how it is now. And I think a lot of bands can understand that concept because – oh yeah. You, you you go out thinking, oh, let's sightsee, let's go do this, let's go, do-. but no, it that's it wears off very 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 fast. You I can see that. Don't even <laughs> you don't even want to you don't even I don't know and unless you're like one of those bands that like has gotten a, an actual van or sorry not van a a bus right right as soon as you get a bus and a driver or a sprinter van and a drive like any, as soon as you get a driver in general you now have time to do all of those kind of fun things. Yeah. But when you have to drive your own, your own band yourself, mm-hmm. it just does not, it's not that fun, Right. but it's okay. It's yeah. totally fine. Um, but I find comfort in just the routine of like doing this, 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 and this. Yeah. So, Oh no, in a way that makes sense. That was sure. a long explanation, but no, that was a good one. I think people like hearing this kind of stuff from the person who's doing it. Yeah, well, it, 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 the hard part about it is that I kind of bitch and moan about it sometimes, <laughs> and I feel like there's so many people that want to be doing what I'm doing, and I'm very privileged to be able to do what I'm doing. I just think that 
people kind of like want to do it for the it's like they want to go on vacation yeah they think of it as vacation and it's really just not that at all um after a while you know it's fun at first uh but it just gets really um tiring after a while and and i love it i don't see myself doing anything else and i i can't imagine me doing anything else it's what i've wanted to do my whole life but uh it's just not fun in games at parts of it so yeah anyways real life yeah yeah i go on for hours about it for (laughs) for many for many (laughs) you would be surprised how many bands that we have toured with that i have this exact conversation with and they all are like Oh God! Thank you for explaining that. Like that's exactly how I feel. Right. <laughs> there's so many. There's so many bands. We're just normal people that are put on a pedestal for some reason. We just play music. That's all we do. Yeah. Sometimes though, when it changes someone's life, they just they latch onto that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And and that's cool. I mean, without people looking up to us, not us looking up to bands. <laughs> I'm just a normal guy. Um, you know, there would be no touring and there'd be no music because it's the people that like the music that come to the shows and mm-hmm. then ultimately listen to your music and and then here we are. Right, so right. <laughs> um and then another thing too that really like is something that people don't talk about is like the amount of miles that we put in our van uh is so much. Mm-hmm. I mean I am surprised that more bands or I'm surprised that bands don't get in more van accidents. Oh, sure. To be honest, yeah. because there's so much going on. I mean, you're driving 15, 16,000 miles a tour mm-hmm. and, um, you, you know, a lot of times you're doing night drives, which means you're driving right after you played a show mm-hmm. and you're still awake and you now have to drive 10 hours to the next place. And all you have is three other members to switch off with you, but they're all sleeping because they're tired. I mean, it's no one knows like that part of it. That sucks right. ass, mm-hmm. and that's very dangerous. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So it just blows my mind that there's just so many bands that have not been in accidents before. Yeah, very lucky. So no, it's very true. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just gonna ramble. Let's, nope, let's move on to the next song. Yeah, we are on shake it. <laughs> shake it uh okay so this song shake it um so this song was one of those songs where it was actually i think one of the first songs besides you will go i believe it was the second song that i wrote um during the whole process uh anyways it, it um i i just love groovy music like that's just how i am um one of my favorite bands is uh, Bad Rabbits, just because oh. they're so they're so groovy and fun, and um, I love like how they I don't know they just have really good like drum beats that have a little bit of character to them. It's not just like one two three four, you know. It's they have a bit of like just grooviness. Right. It's feel I feel like it's like going to a secular gospel church session, except sure. all of the people in the band are swearing um (laughs) so anyways shake it was kind of one of those songs where i wanted that feel and also speaking of feel 
Shake It was kind of inspired by Feel because I really like that song from oh, Handmade. Sure. So, um, yeah, so we did that. Uh, and the song is really just... Um, I don't even really... It's it's so like metaphorical, I guess. It was it kind of was inspired by the fact that I hate I hate dancing, <laughs> um, and my girlfriend always wants me to dance, right? And I just don't. I'm like that guy at a bar that just sits there while everyone else dances, and like <laughs> I just look all lonely. Sure, I've been. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I kind of had this idea of like writing a song about the fact that I just don't dance, and um. It also came. It was also inspired by the fact that I feel like if you want to live long, you kind of got to shake it. Uh-huh. Um, and also, I always feel like when people are just very bitter and cranky, it just kind of tenses them up. And I feel like we all have those instances where you just don't want to be what everyone else wants you to be. Mm-hmm. You're just tense and you're boring and you suck. And you know, and then finally someone gets you to laugh. Right. Releases all that tension. And it's, it's just like, I feel like that prolongs your life is when you're not so tense and so stressed out and all of this stupid stuff that's happening in the world. And it, it, I don't know, it makes you live longer. So that's why it's like, yeah, you know, if you want to live long, you got to shake it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and also um, trying to think of the lyrics. And this is what I said, Ian. I was going to forget some of these uh, sure. lyrics here. Um, I'm trying to think. Because we have never actually played this song live. Oh, really? So, no, not yet. Okay. We want to. All it right. will happen. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, we've got to get down. Everybody's got to get up. And Yeah. So, it was just kind of, yeah. Out of all of that, it really just came down to the fact that we just need to kind of let go at some point and just release the tension and just have fun with, with where we're at in our circumstance and, and just have fun with people and just get loose at some right. point. Yeah. So that's really what that song is. It is. And, and I'm sure a lot of people can like find more metaphorical points to it. I never try to be super specific. Um, but that was really kind of where my mindset was at. So that's shake it, I yeah. guess. Absolutely. All right. The um, print. The print. So the print, funny that you say that um that's actually probably the oldest song that we have on the it, it was just a song that was revised and revisited sure. so i wrote that song in between saloon and handmade so it's an old old song uh-huh. to an extent mm-hmm. um not in the fact that it's like the whole thing was created back then it was more just parts of it right and uh and none of the lyrics had been written yet it was just kind of like beat the the galloping like to get get to get get you know the um all of that fast stuff and um i think something that's funny about it is that it's uh obviously about cover girl yeah and it's it's doing all of that stuff that is basically just making fun of the whole concept of cover girl and i feel something that's funny is people always see seem to think that um we were thinking that we were the most original band of all time back when we wrote saloon and did that music video with all the kids and everything for cover girl. And we never thought that we always just thought it was something very, uh, 
very fun. And I just, I, I encouraged more just being creative and being yourself and not kind of relying on other people to promote your creativity. Right. As, you know, just like, just do something like original in that sense, rather than like general, like you just can't really be original these days. It's 2017. I mean, true. <laughs> you know, like the most original person I was trying to think about, it. I was like, who was like the most original person ever. And I would assume it'd be like Thomas Edison creating the vinyl record. So I'm pretty sure he created that. Yeah. How many things have he, <laughs> did he create? Well, I mean, there's there's Tesla who created who like there's always that debate about the person that like created the actual like electricity thing. Right. I think Tesla was like he was just in a different country, I believe. He was in America and Thomas Edison was in Europe, I think. Is that right? Or is it ah, anyway. the opposite way? Um was Edison here? I thought Edison was in Europe. Oh, you might be right. Somewhere. Because if you if you watch the prestige um, Oh yeah, yeah. He goes to America to meet Tesla. Oh, uh, okay. Believe. Yeah, you or may whatever. be correct yeah. on that. Yep. Anyways, I could be wrong. Um, so I guess I was just saying, like, originality is just impossible, and people should just rather be just explore and just make something like out of their soul mm -hmm. rather than trying to be the next big thing because you really just can't be the next big thing. Um. It's just not. It's just not going to happen. I mean, you're you're who you are. I'm not. I'm not the next big thing. I can tell you that. I just like writing music and right. playing in front of people. And if people like it, cool. Um, so the print is pretty much just counteracting all of the, all of it. Right. Making it the complete opposite. And I think the print is probably the most like humble song because it's pretty much exactly how I feel. <laughs> um, and also, it's kind of about things that happen when i'm on the road too when i'm when i'm driving i don't drive with music i don't really like music that much so right. i uh i just drive in silence and when i do that i think about stuff and it um the the chorus of the song is um or the pre-chorus thing is like uh oh dun 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 no oh how's it um uh-oh, away from home, nobody knows where... Yeah, okay, so yeah, uh-oh, no, uh, nobody knows where I'm going to go, oh. It's kind of just thinking about the fact that it's 4 a.m. in the morning, I'm driving, and uh, literally no one on the planet except for the three people in the van at the moment know where I'm at. Right. And it makes me think, and I'm just pondering the fact that sometimes I, I feel like I'm a failure and I'm a fake, and I, you know, it's just all of those things kind of combined and um i don't know it's that's a weird that's a weird song to describe because i feel like there's so many things you can take out of it but that's that's kind of where i'm at with it and i i think it was just one of those days where i i was driving and i was like man i need to just write a song about how cover girl is totally just a copy of everything else it's not original in any way <laughs> so i think that's where that came from okay for sure no, that's but I mean, I, I, yeah, it's a, it's a weird play of, it's an, it's a concept, you know, yeah. it's a concept, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it was a fun one to play. It, 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 actually, it's probably the funnest song to play live too. Oh, okay. Um, I think so. Yeah. And it's got like, it's just a lot of groovy stuff in it. 
Yeah, everyone just loves playing it. So nice. Um, next one. Next one would be what? Domesticated. No, the off one. the cuff. Oh, off the cuff. So off the cuff is um, this one's really easy to describe. Um, just imagine your boss saying, uh, "Hey, you have to do this thing by tomorrow and get it and hand it in to me um, <laughs> by tomorrow." Right. You know, that was off the cuff. It was the very last song that we wrote, and it's literally a. It was. It's literally about the fact that we had no time left to write this <laughs> album and get it out in time, so we just started writing lyrics about everything that was just off the top of our head and kind of about the fact that we had nothing to say. <laughs> so um, that was, and that was a fun one. And we play that one live and that's really fun to play too. Cause it still has that groovy beat. Um, right. Another thing too is our guitar player, Andy, um, that was kind of his creation. Cause I, I was like mixing and editing stuff like, just all the time, like for the uh, that, that last week, mm-hmm. I just didn't have time to write a new song. So he kind of did it himself and like was just making up stuff um, at his house because uh, he has like a little small studio there. Right. And so he came to me with this, you know, all those riffs and we just kind of put them together and then record drums. And then when we did lyrics, we just made up the most random, <laughs> just basically what was on the top of our head, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that one's pretty easy. That okay. it's uh, the most self-explanatory song you could possibly. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like if it would be like if I were to like walk down the road and just sing about what I'm seeing. Oh, there's a butterfly. <laughs> oh, cool. There's that thing. That's a tree that fall. So the leaves are falling. That's really cool. That's pretty much what that's. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. I can say also. I really enjoyed the screams in that as well. Is that um which ones though? When you're saying overrated? Overrated. Yeah. Overrated. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and then Andy does some vocals on that too. Oh, very nice. Uh some screams. Um so that was cool. Yeah, I'm glad you liked the screams on that. I I mean, like I said, I we did those vocals so fast. Right. And maybe that was the beauty of it with two is just like Usually I ponder stuff so much, mm-hmm. and that song had no pondering. It was oh. just like this has to be done like today, right? So, just making up stuff. All right. Well, next up we have domesticated. Okay, domesticated. Right. Okay, domesticated. Well, um, this song is literally the title, domesticated. Um, all of us, when we get home from tour, we're extremely boring. Um, we don't have a lot <laughs> going on. Right. Uh, in our in our lives, you know, and we're pretty average. We're just we're just not superstars, you know. Like um, Andy, our guitar player, has two kids and a wife, and right. works concrete all the time when he's home. Ooh, um, Cody, our drummer, he he just does the same thing. Works concrete. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, with Andy, uh, Ian, our bass player. Uh, just works at a coffee roasting place and oh. has two kids. You know, and uh, by the way, not to not to stop you there or anything, but I did see you have that new awesome like holiday bundle that you guys are doing for merch. And one of the things in that is coffee. Does that have anything to yeah. do with Ian's job? Yeah. So Ian Ian actually works at a place called Doma. Okay. Um, which is a great. It's a. It's not like a local coffee place. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of cool. Because there's so many coffee roasting places coming out, but uh, he works at a really, really awesome 
coffee roasting company called Doma. And what we decided to do was do like a Christmas bundle where you can buy a, like an eight ounce bag of coffee in a coffee mug and a shirt nice. and a CD or, or kind of, you know, there's several variations. So you don't have to buy the whole thing because it's kind of expensive if you do that. But you can totally buy, you know, just a coffee bag and like he works there and he's putting all the labels on and, and for this actual holiday bundle. And it's a really cool place. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's cool. a, I, I mean, I know a lot of people do stuff like that, but it's kind of, it's kind of cool to see that there's um, like that Ian's actually part of the company rather than just like outsourcing it to you. And then that's just it. It's right, like, you're right. not, you don't have any hands on things with it. No, very true. So anyone that buys, a bundle or buys coffee from us will be probably handmade from Ian himself. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. And I will have links for that in the description of the episode. So everyone should go out and get that. Yeah, yeah. It's a great. Um it's a and and the coffee is amazing. I mean they they get it all from South America. So it's all very organic and it's not like Folgers or something. It's it's a very, very, very good uh organic company so very cool yeah anyways um so yeah domesticated is uh going on past that it's really just about the fact that you know there's just not that we do life than john and be ourselves i mean we're just we're boring our band (laughs) is just boring people we we would love to just sit around and play dungeons and dragons all day long if we could um (laughs) They're just boring. <laughs> I gotcha. And uh, I mean, I have three cats um, myself. I don't have any kids. Uh, I have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I, I love planting. I love growing crops. Like I love growing tomatoes and stuff. I talk about it all the time. Like, and it's just it's just funny because I think it's it's more about just growing up. The whole song is just about growing up right. and and just being a little bit. Uh, just I don't know. I just feel like a grandpa in a way, you know, and, and it's not like I'm actually that, but it's right. like, you, you feel like it. It's like, it's like when you start having a conversation with someone that's like 40 years older than you. And then you, the conversation ends and you go, I just had a conversation with someone that's 70 years old and I actually enjoyed it. Ah, sure. You know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> 10 years ago, I would not be doing that. I'd be doing something, you know, I would be like hanging out with my friends, right? but I have more joy in that little, <laughs> those little things so Understood. that's domesticated yeah all right well now to the quote-unquote slower song we've got bargain okay yeah bargain oh god <laughs> bargain bargain honestly i think it has my best guitar solo that i've ever done so i'll say that damn straight um, <laughs> but the funny thing about bargain is that that's also very just i i guess what i gotta say is that this song and this album really just is so true to everything that was going on at the time of writing the song. Mm-hmm. So this this song was when I was trying to write the album. I was working on it, and I just didn't have a, a lot of time um, for my girlfriend. And I felt like I was just doing a bad job of keeping my end of the bargain of just fulfilling um just a relationship, you know, because I was so busy and, and, and I was having bad nights where I wouldn't sleep. Right. Um, and, and then I'd wake up really cranky or something or 
I just make it really hard on her because she'd want to go do stuff. And I just say, no, I have to get this done. And I just felt like, and, and then another thing too, was it was so hard to, to explain, like, I'm going to be home at some point because my studio is at my parents, like at our, my parents' house. Right. So, so it, my studio isn't actually at my house. Mm-hmm. And so it was really hard for me to explain. Yeah. I might be home like by 6 PM, but I also might not be home till 1 AM because uh, I might not get a spark of creativity until 6 PM, you know? Right. Cause like half the time when I write music, I'll, I'll sit there and I'll make, a ton of stuff and then delete all of it until I get into like that mode where you're actually like creating something. And it's, it takes a long time. You just can't wake up and instantly be creative. At least for me, I know some people can do it that way, but I, I'm, I'm creative like six or seven hours after I've started trying to be creative because I've deleted Uh, everything that's bad. It's like, (laughs) I got to get all the bad things out of my mind. Right. So it's totally bad because I just felt like I was, abandoning like our relationship in a way mm-hmm. um i just i just felt like i couldn't i couldn't like promise um you know like hanging out with her and stuff it's so easy when you're like working a nine to five job you know you just say i'll be home at five right right because that's when i actually get off mm-hmm. and um i don't know it was just a rough time you know just trying to get the album done stress was obviously very high for all of us so it's really just about that right. so but i think people can take it differently too i think there's a lot of meaning behind oh, that song that you yeah. can metaphorically take no for um, sure it's a beautifully written song as well thank you i i like it oh yeah absolutely i, I like that and i like I, I really like melody from handmade mm-hmm. and and then i i really enjoy um what was the other no i don't uh yeah melody was definitely awesome yes um and bargain is I, I just like the slower songs of albums sometimes. They're just more meaningful. I feel like that's like where the person breaks down and like does something that's totally different. Right. And it's kind of it's kind of fun to listen to. So I, I hope people look at it that way. And four, I think in the previous thing is that I, I like creating music that I enjoy, not that people will also enjoy. So in my opinion, I think Bargain is one of my favorite songs. So Yeah. And look, that's the way to do it. I would never want a band to create music for me. I want to enjoy what they're <laughs> making for themselves. It's true. Like I always hate that yeah. when people talk about like, oh no, I want a band to go in this direction. I want them to make this. If they don't want to do that, I don't want them to manufacture it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's such a weird. It, yeah, I totally understand that. All right. Well, um, up next. Cool. What's up? Yeah. Bargain. Okay. So We've bargain's got over. Oh me. Oh me. Okay. This song is literally just like every time I die kind of thing and mm-hmm. this song is also um i really you know this song's kind of funny because it's like it started out being one of those songs about touring and i feel like it almost has a it has this thing that's like okay so this is one of those songs where i kind of combined a chorus with verses so i made it the chorus like really long time ago the yeah, uh, uh, duh, uh, 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 like that whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. A long time ago, probably a year and a half ago. And uh, I guess I just tried to fit that whole thing around the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done the same thing with cover or uh, not cover girl, but um, print. No, no, no. I'm trying to think of other songs. Oh, okay. um, oh uh, like unwanted. 
like ah uh, that chorus i had no lyrics for it other than the chorus like i just came up with that randomly wow. um while and and so i had to build a whole story around that course specifically and so it was just kind of the same thing with omi it was just i had the course already laid out and tracked and everything and i just had to come up with that um i don't really know honestly that song is more uh because i wrote the course and then andy wrote most of the verses for it mm-hmm. um if and if you notice there's so much like Andy is in that song a lot. He does right. he does a lot of back and forth with me. And he was kind of the one that came up with most of the the vocals. So that one's kind of actually a really hard song to to give you an accurate depiction of what it's talking about. Sure. Um, but it started out talking about um it started out wanting to be something about touring and just the life of being on the road and stuff. But I I don't think that's really what it's about. And I think it's very, very like vague and metaphoric. So on purpose. for anyone on purpose in a way, yeah, because yeah, I honestly – I look at it totally different when I listen to it than Andy or Cody or Ian even do. Sure. They look at it all differently. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, then next up we have Punisher, and we can probably skip this because it's obviously based on Marvel's The Punisher. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm glad, you, even... I'm glad you fake laughed at that at least. I don't even know that show. <laughs> I don't know that show. I've never seen it. I've heard about it. I've heard it's kind of good. I don't know because it's not – it's on Netflix, though, right? It's on Netflix, yeah. It's certainly, I would say, not based on that. <laughs> it is definitely not. Punisher is honestly, and I, I hate doing this one because it like, it really, it makes me seem like an asshole. Ah, but okay. it's most, it's 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 kind of about just people like at shows afterward, like while I'm like trying to carry, like an eight by ten cab down the stairs, they want to talk to me, like right. right. And 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 I, I I love talking to people like that's totally fine like that's cool I just it's just poor timing like and I I just have a hard time knowing how to like get out of it without seeming like a jackass <laughs> so um, we just have so much to do I mean we have so so far to go and so many things to do and and, and we have so much to pack up right um you know someone's got to be doing merch at the same time uh, and so it's just one of those things where when we're touring, we get very ward, worn down on people that just come up to us and want to talk about like the most mundane things while we're trying to do all this stuff and oh, like sure. expect us to. And and I totally understand. Like people love talking to like a band that they really enjoy or mm-hmm. or just a person in general that they really like. And I love that. I mean, it's 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 very humbling to see people wanting to talk to me. Like I. I love that. It's it's like I feel special, you know. Oh sure. But there are times where it's very, very inconvenient for all of us, and we just don't know how to get away from it without, like, looking like really mean. So <laughs> it's the thing that kind of sucks about touring and 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 just being in a band sometimes. But uh, yeah, I mean that song's it it it's yeah. That I guess that would be like the best way to put it. Sure. And I I. I I the disclaimer with this whole one is that I want people to know that I don't not want to talk to you at a show. Like so if you hear this, please understand like I don't always have the time to like as much as I want to talk to you cuz I I really do care about our fans and people that want to 
know more about me and the, and meet the band or do whatever. It's just the problem is is that if I'm loading an eight by ten cab or a four by twelve guitar cab down the stairs, right? I just don't have the time. And if we have to drive ten or twelve hours to the next show, which it means we have to literally leave right now, right after our set. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it just people don't understand the struggle to do that. And um, since we don't have a driver, it's like kind of a pain. And I don't know. I just also I hate it when people are like super drunk at the bar and they just like are just annoying. I just ah, sure. that's that's another thing too. It's like a Punisher. It's honestly that Punisher is just yes. like a code name, honestly, yep. for people that really really suck. They don't want to talk to exactly. That, yeah, so that's literally what that is about, and I hope I don't get any crap from that <laughs> because anyone that sees us, I would always love to talk to you. Just don't be really wasted and uh, don't like want to talk to me about every little detail if I'm loading a cab down the stairs. Right. How about it's, that? <laughs> it's about thinking of others and trying to put yourself in what they're doing and their shoes and just knowing appropriate yeah. times to talk mm-hmm. to people. I mean, it's the same as going up to someone yeah. when they're eating with their family and asking for a picture or something. Like, there are times that you do those things and times that you don't. Exactly, yeah. And I, I don't, I, yeah. And like I said earlier, I don't feel, I don't feel very, I just don't feel like I'm a very well-known person to begin with. So I guess I just get kind of uh, dumbfounded in the fact that when someone wants to talk to me, it's like, okay, I get it. I just don't know what, like how you feel about me. Like, do you think I'm cool? Like, do you like my band? Sure. Do I have like cool appearance at this moment while I'm loading this cab down? I don't know. I just, everyone is just so weird. Are you like super wasted and you just want to like yell at me for fun? Like, you know, there's just (laughs) all those in between moments that no one ever gets to see. Right. Kind of sucks. Very true. So No, absolutely. I can go on for hours about that. (laughs) We should do a whole show where you're just talking about all those awkward moments. Oh, man, you have no idea. I probably don't. (laughs) You have no idea. I mean, there's just... And all the awkward moments that you have when, like, you're at Walmart parking lots and you get, like, a knock on your door at 4 a.m. And, like, you're, you know, you have your pants off because, you know, it's hot. (laughs) And, you know, a Walmart security guy comes and is like, yeah, you can't be in this parking lot. This is not a private parking lot you have to go to like this other one or something and you're like oh gosh right okay well now you get to see what i look like without (laughs) any pants and shirt on that's just great (laughs) (laughs) no one knows what that's like right right (laughs) everyone thinks i'm just this this guy screaming on stage no and it's of it and then the rest of it right yeah (laughs) anyways all right so last one on places we're on Spirit Lake. Spirit Lake. So um, Spirit Lake is uh, probably the most emotional song mm-hmm. in the fact that I did have Kyle and Parker um, help me with this song. So Parker actually plays drums on this song. Oh, nice. Um, and Kyle does piano and he actually does screams. And it's kind of just connecting uh, the last the, – uh, all three albums together. Right. Um, with the last song. So there's goodbye. So long, my love, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's falling. 
I think. Is that the last one? Yeah, of Handmaid. Yeah, Falling. And then this one, which is uh, Spirit Lake. And the thing about Spirit Lake is that it's actually a real lake, and my parents own property on it. And, in fact, my dad and me are on the cover of the album, which is at their dock right. on Spirit Lake. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was very concluding or maybe not concluding who knows maybe we'll have another song that does the same kind of thing on the last ah. track of our next album but right. um i felt it was very concluding in the fact that it just kind of solidified everything that had to do with the album and the fact that it's like places and it was on a lake called spirit lake mm -hmm. on a dock that's owned by my parents and it's my dad with me it just felt very like it just felt right. And on top of that, Parker and Kyle are on the track. So, right. Um, and of course, Spirit Lake, just the word spirit kind of does, has to do with the whole fact that all three songs kind of talk about not knowing if God exists and sure. what to do, what happens after you die and all this stuff. So, yeah, it was just kind of, it just kind of all felt right to do it that way. And I didn't really come up with the idea of Spirit Lake until like the very end of the whole the whole thing, the whole okay. album. Um, we were just coming up with like song names and stuff. And I just thought, man, we did this on spirit. Lake. why don't we just call it that it makes sense. Right. So, um, so yeah, that's a, that's a really, I could probably, I mean, sometime it would be fun to actually have another one of these conversations where mm -hmm. I actually talk about, um, just the whole concept behind just that idea of, of the three songs that kind of connect. Oh yeah. And how, um, but it, it was, uh, it was, it was fun. And then on top of that, uh, very, at the very end, um, Kyle, like starts screaming and it just ends abruptly. Right. And I, I did that because I, I just felt like it, it needed to just end like, like that because Kyle's not in the band anymore. Right. And Parker isn't in the band anymore. So it was just like, that's it. Yeah. And it just doesn't happen on the beat. You almost feel like it will. And then, pff, you right. Know. Um, so yeah, it was just, it's just a weird, it's a weird concept of, of three songs put together, but it, it was really fun. Um, Kyle, uh, he did a ton of, he did a ton of, um, piano stuff on it, which was really, really fun to, and, and, uh, I think he did some keyboards too. Okay. And then there was one time where we were uh, both playing guitar and piano at the same time. I think it's like towards the end, mm -hmm. we have this like solo. I have this little solo thing. And it was all done live, kind of just all at once. And, oh, cool. Um, yeah. it's The thing about this, Ian, is that I, I feel like I it's been a while since I recorded this now. Oh, I think it's for been sure. honestly a while. So I'm just like sitting here. Thinking about what's going on, just trying to rack off the top of my brain. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, no, but I think that's pretty much it for Spirit Lake. Okay, very, very, um, very fun time. Yeah, that was. I, I mean, I know creating the record was a very stressful time for you, for sure. We talked about that the last stressful. time as well. But yeah. I think it's good for people to hear this and. That kind of brings an end to our three-part series. So, congratulations! Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm glad that it worked out. Um, Ian, you've been a very, very awesome person to talk to. I wish there was Same more you, people sir. like this that would 
just talk about random things and things that don't even have to relate to music. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. So I hope, I hope this uh, is received well. And I hope that anyone listening to this uh, understands that I'm not an ass. <laughs> I just think that people are, are sometimes irritating. <laughs> I think people can understand that or they should. I, I, I think, I think so too. All right. All right, Dawson. Well, like I said, that was awesome. I certainly enjoyed myself. I think the audience is too. Something is going on with my voice, so I'm glad we're we're ending this anyways. But oh man, I I don't know what it is. I think it's just too much talking. But I did want to mention. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of places. I'm gonna have links in the description of the episode, the same way I have for our other ones, so that people can hopefully support you. You definitely deserve it. This is a great album, and I've really enjoyed getting to know you and talking through this stuff. So. Dawson, once again, thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ian. You've been great, and I hope we can do more of these in the future. Oh, definitely. Definitely. All right, man. Hey, have a great night. Yeah, you as well.
All right, everyone. I am back, and that last track you heard was Punisher. After the conversation, I'm sure you understand why I saved these particular tracks. Once again, so many thanks go to Dawson Schultz for coming on the show so many times. Make sure to continue to support Dawson and the ongoing concept. Those coffee bundles that we talked about in the conversation are still available by going to the links in the description of the episode. Go pick up some coffee. Go pick up some merch. You know Dawson deserves it. And stay tuned because when Dawson Schultz and the ongoing concept go on tour again, I will have all the information for you. And hopefully, they will also be making their way to Boston. But there it is, everyone. The Dawson Schultz trilogy has come to an end. And what better way to finish up than with the final track of places. Here's Spirit Lake. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. Yeah.